Hey guys, Third and Still Gaming here with Sarge McCluskey. How's it going, Sarge? I'm having brain contusions, I think. All right, so this episode is right. Our first thoughts right after the uh, the movie we just saw, Star Wars: uh, The Rise of Skywalker, or the Fallen Fallen of, of Star Wars. Um, so we're really just gonna give our first impressions. First impressions of the movie. We're not gonna go deep into it, like about the making of it or or, or whatnot. What did you think? Of the movie, uh, let's just start at the very beginning of the movie. Like, what did you think when the the crawl, the text crawl, came up, and and what were you thinking at that moment? Well, my first my first impression is I don't hate it as much as I thought I was going to hate it. I agree. There's a I, lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that's wrong with it, but I don't hate it. I just know that JJ and his team did the best that they could to try to put this to resuscitate the franchise. Like yeah, for what I, they had to do, I think they did the best job they could. Maybe one or two things could have changed to make it a little bit better. But I think under the pressure and the gun that they had to do this, I think they did a good job. I I think the text crawl in the very beginning. I, it it's right too much. The, it says right in the beginning. It says Palpatine's there, and I'm like I'm like I understand we saw trailers of him and stuff like that. They don't really tell you how much time has passed. I think like a year has passed since the the episode of of eight. So I'm guessing. The movie itself takes place over like what eight hours, right? No, actually, it's sixteen hours. Sixteen hours. Okay, you know, they had eight hours left. Right, they yeah. had eight hours left in that. That's one of the ball game about the whole time travel thing. That's that's all right. Be, okay, that one. So my first impressions of this movie was I love the fact that JJ got in a bus, not literally in the movie, but got in a bus figuratively, and then ran over Ryan Johnson. Johnson. Right. And then backed over him, strapped him back onto the front of the bus, drove his ass to the train station, put him on the train and then launched the train off the tracks. Um, They literally completely and utterly destroyed episode eight. And I think that's one of the reasons I like this one. For me. Well, is that what they mean? Fan service, though, I think is what they were talking about, because the way the way the way I was looking at the media's reaction to this. It seems to me that the media was bought and paid for with the Last Jedi, and the and the, everyone hated it, but the critics loved it. And this one, the one that's trying to repair the damage done, and now the critics hate it. And I think the people are going to like this one. Well, I think that I I think they should like this one because it's actually not a bad movie. Yes. If you're going in, you're a Star Wars fan, you're an old Star Wars fan like myself and Sarge, and you go in, we went in wanting to hate this movie. We, we went in wanting to hate this movie. We were like, there's no way I'm going to like this. We were laughing at certain parts that we were just like, this is, this is ridiculous. But as it, as it settled in, I was like, this is, actually a, this is actually a pretty good movie. This is a Star Wars movie. Now, they, they didn't stand on a lot of stuff. They, they, they moved this movie super fast. It, the pacing um, was really super fast. Quick. Yeah. Like it, it's almost kind of like that, that they were trying to get to the end. Like, I don't understand. I know, I know how scenes are written and it caused the movie to be longer in the theater, but the movie itself was so rushed. Like the movie, the pacing yeah. of the movie was ridiculous. Well, I think the reason they did this was because they had to take an hour and a half of the, of this movie just to retcon number eight. And then they had an hour left to tell the story of this movie, right? And my I, mean, I guess, 
I the, my biggest complaint about this movie is the ending. The ending of the movie. Um, spoiler alert. Um, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, you shouldn't be. If you if you don't want spoilers, but um, Ray becomes Skywalker just by name, and well, she the takes only, the name. She takes the name like a slave would take their owner's name, right? I mean, like back, yes. right? Like back in the day, like if if you had a slave, they would take the owner's names, right? Because well, well, the problem I have with this is that she's such she is such a Mary Sue, okay? She but didn't they, have any kind of journey, and the whole the only way they could retcon it is by taking a dead villain and bringing him back for her to kill again and to attach her to him as a bloodline. Right. Like, well, but that it destroys, but that still destroys the ending of the original trilogy because then that's not the real ending. You see what I'm saying? Like right. they couldn't find somebody else to actually build a character on that's evil and do something with it. How many bad guys are there in the universe that you had to bring back the one from 35 years ago? Well, her being super powerful, they they kind of well, her her development over the last two movies, right? Um one Luke didn't want to train her, but then she's using Leia's lightsaber, right? Or a lightsaber. And then when she goes and throws it at Luke and Luke catches it when he's a force ghost, that's a problem I have that he caught it. But at the same time, I love the line that he gives. And he says, you know, you have to respect your uh, – this is something you should respect. You have to respect your lightsabers. That's a shot right at, at Ryan, right, Johnson, Ryan Johnson. Right. And then he says, I think Leia would want you to have this. So this line here, and then they show a little clip of – of Luke and Leia in a forest training shortly after Return of the Jedi, right? So you're assuming that after Return of the Jedi, Luke trains Leia to become a Jedi, right? Wait, so then, right. Well, she she didn't complete her training, right? She said someone else could do it uh, later on. But the fact that she was his Padawan, okay, and then she became a master, and then she was training Rey the last year, right? So technically, through Luke, right? Yoda trained Luke. Luke trained Leia. Leia trained Rey. And then she read all through the texts of the books they saved that she stole or took right. from the, the temple. Right. So you know that she was studying and she was uh, practicing every day, right? Because she they, they established that when she was doing the course, right? And she was going through the whole thing, showing that basically she's been there training every single day. To get better, which is a lot longer than Luke did at D Dagobah, right? Yes, true. So, so Luke was only at Dagobah for a short period of time before he became uh, ready to to fight his father when he got his hand chopped off. But there was little things. I think if we if we take a step back and look at it, JJ did a good job of at least giving you some sort of context behind it without just being she's a, a complete Mary Sue. The Mary Sue aspect, yes, she is. She's powerful, like. She's fucking shooting lightning and holding that ship up and she can hold lightsabers back and all that stuff. Oh, but it, the, the, what I got from that, though, that one scene where she holds the shuttlecraft and then her and blows it up. Yeah. Over it, uh, I got the same kind of feeling I got from the Dark Horse comics when Luke actually pulls down the Star Destroyer. Yes. Yes. Right. right? That's the same same type of thing. And, or there's the one in the other comic, the first Dark Horse comic from the, the Empire, Dark Empire 2. Where he does it to the to the right. at, at Walker, right? Where he so, just, just knocks, he crushes the head and just knocks it over because he's he's totally badass. So she's on that level. I get it. 
I, I, I like the fact, though, that she, she basically is using dark side powers and she's also using light side powers. So that's also a nod to when Luke turned into a gray Jedi, right? Like in the extended universe type stuff. Um, so they did a whole bunch of stuff, nods to that. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. I just don't like the video game ending where Palpatine is the, the most powerful Jedi in the, in the, or Sith Lord in the galaxy. And then she beats him, but she has to kill him. If she kills him, then she gets the life force of him and she becomes the, the Empress, right? So he shoots his lightning at her and then she deflects it with Han and Leia's lightsabers and he basically kills himself, right? Just like he was killing uh, Darth Vader and Luke and Mace Windu with all his lightning powers. Um, so I get it. And then I just don't like this whole life force here, life force there. Like, you're not watching The Mandalorian, um, they 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 introduce healing in the Mandalorian with the child, which is the baby Yoda character. All right, well, to be fair, I'll, I'll give I'll give some credit. I understand that a lot of the books they don't take any credit from, or there's no it's not canon. But there is there is talk about a healing thing in the book uh, Truce at Bakura. Okay, where uh, what ends up happening is uh, Mon Mothma is poisoned and she's dying, and one of these one of these. Uh, uh, I guess Padawan type Jedi uh, counselors that uh, Leia had been training in this storyline where she sat there by Mon Mothma's bed and she focused on the force and she would go into her, if she would feel the poison in her body and remove it like one little pin prick at a time right. by using the force. So I've seen this, not seen it, but I, I've read about right. the you... healing abilities in the force. Yes. We've seen healing abilities in video games. Yes. It, it's just one of these things where it, it, fits, the, it, it fits the plot. So they, they use it. We right? understand it's a sci-fi fantasy. I'm not trying to nitpick every little thing. It's a sci-fi fantasy. But once you establish a, an, a, a baseline for what powers there are, if you're going to start going crazy with you know, magical powers of all kinds of shapes and sizes, then you, then you just have to explain it. Just explain it. Right. That's just all. explain it. And they, they did it, they they did a good job in this movie explaining certain things, right? Like the that that like the hyper skipping they were doing in the very beginning, right? So that because, bothered me bothered because, me a little bit. Yeah, because JJ or I'm sorry, because Ryan Johnson right, because Ryan Johnson introduced that bullshit slicing the Star Destroyer in the last movie, The Last Jedi, um they they kind of made jokes about it right in this one was he was skipping through each thing and not supposed to do that and um so that was another nod towards episode 8 I, overall i like the i like the film there was a couple of holes that we'll go into more for the actual podcast that we do a full episode of this what do you think i i have to say i called it a little bit and you called it a little bit i believe i said that she would take her staff and make it into a lightsaber after the force awakens and it wasn't the staff itself, but it looked like her lightsaber actually turned to a dual lightsaber, you know, like a, like a staff. And it was part of her staff that she turned. Now we don't know the time passing from when she beat the emperor to when she went to uh Tatooine to Luke Skywalker's old farm. Well, um, she, she healed. There wasn't a lot of, a lot of scar tissue and right. stuff on her. So time passed. So you're, 
time passed. Right. So we're assuming that she went to Ilum or went somewhere to get the crystal to make her own lightsaber. Now, it was orange. And you called that a long time ago saying that you think she would get an orange lightsaber. Yeah, it, it has something to do with, um, I won't say like job, or it's like it's like a, um, a badge of a type of Jedi. Certain Jedis have certain colors. Uh, I, it's a little bit. A little bit is from Knights of the Old Republic, um, the, from the storyline from there. But it, it, it is a symbolic. It is, it is symbolic in this movie. I'm just trying to figure out how they were trying to spin it. All right. So what? Do a part. What part of this movie was your favorite part? Uh, you know what? For me, though, it, it, there's not really any favorite scene. To me, the part I think that I, I actually enjoyed was the fact that they allowed the characters to act with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Like that to me, I think, was a, a plus because prior they just weren't allowed. They were they were separated. They were just constantly, the constantly running around, but they were never together. Right. Uh, my favorite part of this movie was they actually make another dig at Ryan Johnson. There's a part where Ray's like, I have to go alone. And Finn's like, no, no, we're all going with you. And then, yeah, and then, then Poe comes in and says, yeah, 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 no, we're going with you. And then R2 comes, or um, R2, C3Pro's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're coming along. Like, that's a dig at Ryan Johnson's movie again because he separated the characters and they never, ever were together. And in this movie, I think that my favorite part of the movie is not just a scene or a thing, is, is them having adventures together like the, like the Scooby-Doo gang. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like that aspect of the... Of uh, that, and I like the end scene where Chewie finally gets his fucking medal. That, that... <laughs> I, I think that's uh, I think that that's that's definitely fan service though, because oh, absolutely, because there's years of of, of old school uh, fans saying why wouldn't Chewie get a medal? Right. You know, he was with Han when he finally was flying the Falcon. Like, I we I, I get I get that. There's there was a little bit of fan service here and there, but I think most of it was done to to spit in the face of Ryan Johnson. Yeah, like that, that's, yeah, Disney had to save their franchise. Right, they had to. They 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 had no choice. You have we've got no choice. We can't <laughs> repel bullshit of that magnitude. So, do you think? I know this is the last of this storyline, right? But Ray takes the name Skywalker. She buries those lightsabers at Tatooine, and she has her own lightsaber. Do you think going forward they do? A new trilogy with her, or do you mm. think they do another movie with her? No, I think, done? I think the actor said that they said they were done. I'm pretty sure the actor said that they were done. Any actor says they're done until the paycheck comes across the table. No, no, I get it, but when you have to put together multiple people in order to get the get the movie to work, because you have to get multiple guys to all agree, then that's something completely different. Um, I, I listen. I, I think that Disney wants to put these guys behind them as fast as possible and they want to get to making their own Star Wars movies like the Mandalorian. Right? Like right. there I would think Bob Iger has it in his head to make a bunch of side movies like Marvel, Black Widow, yeah. Iron Man, The Hulk. Everybody gets their standalone thing. And so they pick a character, they establish his credibility in the in the in the lore and they make a movie. And they see how it goes. Right. Because just like just like the Marvel Universe, you could pick whoever you want in the Star Wars universe and do a story about them. Yeah, right? because the backdrop, the backdrop can be 
you you pick the time period and I'll tell you which faction is is running the galaxy. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter when they pick. There's always some intergalactic battle going on between two factions at least. Yeah. All right. That that'll be it for 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 our, our first thoughts here. We'll, we'll do the podcast Generation X Gaming. We'll have a full full rundown of the whole movie. Uh, my first my first reaction to this is if if you're out there and you're, you're on the cusp of seeing this movie, I say see it. It's actually it's actually not a bad movie. It's probably the well, it's not saying much. It's it's the best one of the three. That they've I, created. Think, I think I think that way now is because we saw that travesty train wreck of of the Last Jedi. So anything's better than that. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely better than that, and I think it's the best one. Force Awakens, I thought, was good, and I think this one's better than that one. So is, this is the best one of the, of, the, of the 7, 8, and 9. And 8 doesn't exist in my book anymore. I will never, ever watch 8, ever. It, so Star Wars, to me, is episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9. 9 is 8, and that's it for me. So, all right. That's all from us. Uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed this podcast. We'll be the regular podcast on Thursday nights. Uh, on Thursday nights, make sure you uh, follow, hit the subscribe button, follow us on Twitter at Three Still Gaming. Follow Sergeant Sergeant McCluskey, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Take care, guys. <laughs>